everything's gonna be fine. I don't know if you've noticed this, but, but nothing has been fine. <laughs> I will feast on your soul. Face on this motherfucker! Today's a special day because we are joined by our good friend Garrett. Garrett, say hello. Hello. Uh, (laughs) That was was really good. It was. (laughs) Uh, And uh, it's, it's a special time of year. And it doesn't come often because a new Evil Dead movie is coming out. Whoa! Yay! Um, genu- genuinely though, this is like probably the most hyped movie I am for this year. Um, especially because like all the early screenings like have all been very positive. Yeah. Uh, and I don't foresee it being bad. <laughs> like I don't even foresee it being okay. Like I just assume it's going to be good, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a blast. Uh, and it's interesting because this, when you think about it, is really the first Evil Dead that is kind of going away from the formula a bit. Yeah. Uh, other than Army of Darkness. Uh, and though it, it, it needs it for sure. I feel like it, uh, d- doing the cabin thing over and over again is kind of boring. It gets boring pretty fast. Yeah. You know. And like, like oh, the only reason like they can get away with it in like Ash versus Evil Dead because it's like Ash visiting it X amount of years later. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. But before we get into the good heart of this episode which is on the 2013 remake if if you can call it that whatever it is um i just i just wanted to talk a bit about our sort of connection to the franchise because i think uh i know me and brad agree i don't know about you garrett but we we say a lot that evil dead is like the only perfect horror franchise i would definitely Um, agree Okay, th- thank you. Because there's not, there's nothing bad, and like, like there's nothing even just good. It's all great. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty accurate. See, and it's it's pretty much a miracle that like I agree with you guys because a lot of yes. the reason I'm in such little episodes is because probably I would disagree with so many of your opinions. That. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't imagine you watching great. like Skin and Marink or something. And like having a discussion about that, <laughs> and then and then having a constructive conversation after watching an hour and a half of static and and rooms. <laughs> I watched that movie. I watched every second of that movie, and yeah, no, I would not have anything nice to say about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, but but that's the beauty of Evil Dead. I don't know a single person who hasn't seen like Evil Dead two and didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Even um even even Carolina, she's now she watched this twenty thirteen one with me bless her heart um and and she likes them all mm-hmm. uh wow. she she likes all of them i think she said army of darkness is her favorite though yeah that makes sense that's a lot of people's favorites i think it's it's i think it's the least scary yeah it's the most campy it's the most fun i think oh definitely yeah, yeah. Probably the most outwardly funny one too like the comedy is not yeah, really it's, hidden it's like the most straight comedy right mm-hmm. yeah because Evil Dead Two even has some horror elements more mixed in there. Yeah, the yeah. Evil um, Dead Two is like a. It, I always looked at it as like three different extremes. Like Army of Darkness is like the action comedy yeah. aspect of Evil Dead, like amped up to eleven, 
and then like the first one is like the horror stuff is really that's the only thing that's there the comedy yeah. is somewhat there but like that really it's more like absurdist humor mm-hmm. right and then like the the second one is like this perfect blend of comedy and horror it's like i think that's why it's like the most praised one rightfully so it's just like yeah. this yeah. perfect yeah. film uh, and then even the show is really good. I think we all agree on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Show is awesome. Um, and it's unfortunate that what happened, it just ended abruptly because of what <laughs> stars is it? it was just like, yeah, yeah stars. No, you're not doing any more of this. You know, this incredibly successful show that is loved by critics and fans. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no more. You're just gonna have to end it. <laughs> Yeah, I have no. I I we'll talk about this if we end up talking about the show, I guess. But that whole thing with the the be, being on Stars, I think that's what really spelled doom for them. Like, who the fuck is gonna go buy a subscription yeah. to Stars to watch it? Maybe that's maybe that's why Stars picked up. Like, they were like, we need IPs. We need <laughs> we we need why Peacock has the Office. You know, <laughs> they need their version like, of the office. <laughs> yeah, they need something. They need some reason for people to subscribe <laughs> other than they got a free subscription because they bought some other thing. <laughs> See, that might have actually worked for me, though, because like I think it would have targeted all the deadheads out there, you know, and the deadheads. Yeah, that's true. I would have de- um, I would have definitely bought a subscription just to watch that fucking show. It's, it's so good. I, I mean. Yeah, like honestly, if Apple TV was like, "Hey, we're bringing the Ash vs Evil Dead," I'd subscribe. Oh hell yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. first. I'd, I'd in only line. subscribe for the those two months it's airing, but I'd subscribe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They'd get my nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> I, I think um, you need to send a direct message to Stars. Not that it will change anything. Well, so I'm gonna kind of get into my theory of what they're gonna do later. Okay. Uh, in this episode, um, once we kind of get talking about behind the scenes of this 2013 remake, because uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff uh, happening behind the curtains that they were setting up, and then, like always, the studio had to get in the way. <laughs> uh, it seems like that's every horror franchise we've been talking about. It's just, oh, studio gets in the way and ruins it for everyone? Uh, pretty much, um, yeah. But... Uh, keep listening if you want to hear more great behind-the-scenes discussion. Uh, but let's let's talk about the game, though. <laughs> yes. Because like, we all like the game. Yeah. We do um, all like the game, yeah. It, when it first came out, that game was so much fun. I have not had that much fun in an asymmetrical horror game um, since ever. Yeah. Because yeah. none of them are fun. It's true. Um, but that one is genuinely fun. Unfortunately, I just don't think the game has like longevity. Yeah, at all. They don't update it frequently enough. I think that's my issue mm-hmm. with it. They update it like once every six months. It seems like. Yeah, and I feel like there's an influx in players around the times the updates. Um, yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think the last time me and Garrett tried to play, we were sitting in a lobby for like seriously ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to find. Just two other players. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. But the game is like really good, and I, I feel like it's very faithful to the franchise. Like the people making it really care. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's made with a lot of love. Like every ounce of that game, you can tell they just loved Evil Dead. Like all the characters mm-hmm. in it. I mean, like and Ash, the stuff he says in that game is pretty hilarious. And 
you know. Yeah, and, yeah. like, the fact that they got all, like, the actual, like, actors to do the voices and stuff is really cool. Yeah, that was key. Imagine if someone other than Bruce Campbell was, like, voicing Ash in that game. That would have been, like, uh, Oh, my God. I was debating on talking about this, but when they were writing the 2013 one, they weren't sure if they were going to go like a true remake or change it up like they did. Mm -hmm. So guess who their first choice for an actor for Ash was? A young Ash. Oh, Lord. I'm going to guess Chris Pratt. Oh, God, no. No. Okay. Nope. Uh, You ready? Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> That's no. really bad. <laughs> Imagine Ashton Kutcher in, like, the blue shirt. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think they were like, we just need a good-looking, han- like, a goofy, handsome guy, you know? Yeah. I can kind of see what they're saying, but, like, I think a part of, like, a part of Ash's charm is that he's kind of unhinged. Yeah. yeah, and I, I don't see Ashton Kutcher portraying that very no. well at all. No, a- Ash Williams works as a character because he's like fun, dumb. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like I can I compare him I think to Charlie Kelly in It's Always Sunny, where <laughs> Charlie is not inherently bad; he just is stupid. <laughs> you know, and that's why he does like these immoral things. <laughs> Because he doesn't know better, and I feel like Ash is kind of in that boat, right? Yeah, where he's kind of like like a lovable oaf. <laughs> See, I would go as so far as to say that it's not that he's like uh, inherently stupid, but that he's like so driven by like primal desires that that like oversees yeah. like common sense. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. He's a, that is true. Yeah, I mean. Ash versus De- Evil Dead happens because he got a high and wanted to impress a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> so he read the book. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that the, the whole all the, the world almost ends because of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just a character I think we all just really love. I like and it's it's impossible not to like him. And I, honestly, if it wasn't Bruce Campbell, like I don't think no, yeah, Ash no. would work. I was I, I was just gonna say I would go as so far as to say that it's Bruce Campbell that we love, not necessarily the character Ash Williams, because I couldn't imagine yeah. loving anybody else in that role. <laughs> yeah, it's true. that's true. And if you think about it, the um the the movies, the trilogy, the Evil of the One, Two, and Army of Darkness, Ash really doesn't have much of a personality, like on paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at all of his lines, if you read all those out, you'd be like, okay, what am I supposed to be getting from this guy? He seems like like a generic, like kind of like action hero based on like everything he's saying. But like the fact that it is Bruce Campbell and the way he delivers it and the facial expressions he does. It like sells the character a lot more than I think any other actor would be able to. Um, and I think if anyone else was playing him, I don't think he would have been as much of a cultural icon as as he no. was. Because, I mean, he doesn't really get fleshed out as a character until the show. That's really where yeah. you start to know about him actually as a person. And you get mm-hmm. to know like his motivations of what he's thinking. It's like, it, yeah, it's, it's very interesting how, how little he says in those first three movies. Yeah, and and it's crazy that like like literally Evil Dead was like also like just his first role too. Yeah, that's crazy yeah. to me. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's insane. Like to already 
start like like a monumental career like that <laughs> but you could right. see he really like i feel like he really tried and he really loved that role i i don't know if he did but i feel like i could feel no, that he, he did he does yeah a hundred percent yeah mm-hmm. he does he's like um like tommy wiseau for the room um but not like bad stuck in his ego <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's true yeah <laughs> Uh, but, but on, on the subject of P- other actors that could play Ash, uh, I did see the Evil Dead musical and mm. the guy they got to be Ash did a very good job. Okay. Uh, and, uh, he mentioned that I think he actually got the pass from Bruce Campbell as well. Oh, wow. Uh, but when uh, they they like tour like once a year or something and i recommend evil dead musical go and see it yeah i gotta Uh, see that because it's a ton of fun and you have to bring a tarp because (laughs) you will get fucking drenched in blood (laughs) and it's awesome oh my god that's the cool part of the show to me is just the fact that they use actual like blood and it squirts into the audience like that's so sweet. And and the stuff they do in it is so crazy cuz like they do the scene, you know, when um Ash puts a uh, her head in that uh what's that thing called where they like crank it to hold like boards and shit in place oh, while they work. Oh, I know what you're talking about. There's a specific name for like, it and I, I can't think yeah. of it right now. No idea. The cranky the, clamp. the, the cranky pulley clamp put the thing in placey <laughs> thing. <laughs> like so she's clearly in the table with just her head sticking out of that and then he takes like the chainsaw to her head and out of like I guess where like the neck comes just sprays blood everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's like a awesome. Jet. And and he's running around cuz the table's on like a cart just making sure everyone gets sprayed. <laughs> oh, Dex. It was it was really cool. That's so table much fun. press. It's a table press it looks yeah, like. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There we go. That's that's the right word. It's settled. So, yeah, Evil Dead musical, go go see it. It's a lot of fun. Um, but now let's get to Evil Dead 2013. Uh, <laughs> so I guess I'll just go over the the plot. Because it is different than Evil Dead 1 and 2. Um, uh, Basically, our main character, Mia, uh, is struggling uh, with a drug addiction. And her friends take her to the Nobi cabin. uh, Because I guess that's their parents' cabin? Oh, no, I Um, I think it's... I don't don't think it's the Nobi cabin. I had to look this up because I wanted to make sure. It's a different, unrelated cabin. What? It's a different unrelated Yeah, cabin. I'm not even joking. It's it's literally owned by their family. It's not the Nobi cabin. It's something it's a different It's it's like the same cabin though. It is, it's yeah, that's what's weird about it. That's why I was like, is it the Nobi cabin? Because that wouldn't make sense if it was. But it also, you know, doesn't like, make yeah, sense I looked that it, it up. does Cause I thought when they first got there and they were like, Oh, it's already broken into, like they were implying Oh that, that the Evil Dead, the other movies happened already. And they get well, okay, so I'm going to get into that later because I'm going to contest you because I think we have conflicting information. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. So we're going we're gonna to duke this out. No. I don't... Facts, facts don't care about your feelings. <laughs> or whatever that guy says. Um, no, I, I genuinely have no idea. Mine's more theories, but... Um, yeah, because it's, it's what, called what? the Allen Cabin. That's on the official Evil Dead wiki. 
Yeah, you know who writes for the Evil Dead wiki? Uh, <laughs> some guy named Dave. <laughs> and Dave uh, has been a bagger at Walmart for 20 years. And he goes home and updates the Evil Dead wiki right after he's done updating the Puppet Master wiki of the most recent uh, Puppet Master comic characters they introduced. That was about Which to make that just, joke that he, coincidentally he's also the guy who updates the Puppet Master wiki. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, what what stereotype of a race that was involved in one of the world wars are they going to add now?" Uh, but so so the, her and her friends, Mia goes up to this cabin. They're like, "You're going to detox." Uh, three days we're gonna cold turkey ya uh, and we're not gonna let you go uh, her brother's there who they're kind of estranged because when her mom died uh, the brother wasn't around he didn't come back home to help her with her sick mother uh, and of course they find the Necronomicon in the basement and one of them reads it and then pretty much evil dead happens as you would expect <laughs> As you would expect. So, let, let's. I'm gonna go go one by one, and I'll, I'll be last. But we'll start with you, Garrett, since you're the guest of the hour. Ooh. What What do you think of this Evil Dead? Oh, I liked it. Oh, okay. I didn't always like it. I <laughs> when I originally saw this, and I think I saw this with you, Brad. But I absolutely yeah. hated this movie. Like I thought it was so wow. trash. Like the ending, especially, was pretty much the only thing I remembered about it was like the blood rain at the end and i just mm -hmm. held on to that and absolutely hated it but at that point in time i knew nothing about evil dead so now that i've oh, watched okay. evil dead and i actually started with the show was the first evil dead i saw and then watched through the movies and everything and now that i like am a deadhead for sure like i I don't mind this movie at all. I like it. I think there's a few things that are confusing, like that debate we're going to have later. But there's <laughs> there's a lot of good in this movie, okay? Uh, let me let me, before we move on. Let me ask you guys because I we probably should have checked before. Which did you guys watch the theatrical cut or the unrated cut? I watched both. the unrated. Uh, I watched the unrated. Okay, both. This is yeah, the third I've time both, I've seen yeah. it. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Um, Bradley, yeah. What what did you think of Evil Dead 2013? Well, I'm in the same boat as Garrett. It was the first ever Evil Dead content I ever watched. Um, okay. I had no idea what Evil Dead was. No idea who Ash Williams was back then. And you know, I grew up watching Adam Sandler films. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> and I grew up watching superhero movies, and I thought that those were were good movies. Good. And you know what? After high school, I wised up. Um, and I, I have to admit, I, I did not like this movie when I saw it. I made fun of it because I didn't understand it, literally. Um, but yeah, this, so this time watching it this week was the first time I've ever seen it since I watched it in the theaters back then. So I, mm -hmm. and I feel like the public opinion on it has kind of changed over time. Like people have started yeah. to really re-appraise it and like it's not getting as much hate as it did when it initially came out and i have to agree i i think it's i actually quite like it a lot it's not my favorite evil dead movie but um 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. I think it's pretty good, actually. I, um, the script is... It takes a different angle. It's not a complete remake of the original. It does... There's different characters, different dynamics. Um, yeah, and I appreciate that they did that. Yeah, I, I like it overall. I mean, to keep my thoughts brief so we can get on to what Dax has to say. I like how you set that up as if I'm going to, like... <laughs> go on this long exaggerated <laughs> no, fucking but... <laughs> monologue <laughs> no and that, that's not what which I is meant. true because i am <laughs> okay um <laughs> uh go, going on your adam sandler thing i i want to point <laughs> out um because brad you probably know this about me is um in high school i really liked the walking dead okay yeah that show was awesome and first couple seasons good so i'm not an idiot little kid um, so I really like zombie stuff. So I love the Resident Evil movies, the the Paul W. S. Anderson ones. Okay. Then I started like actually like studying film and getting into movies, and I was like, oh my god, these Resident Evil movies are dog shit. Okay. <laughs> now, as a twenty six year old adult who who I've watched a lot of movies, I'm actually just about to log my one one thousandth movie watched. Oh my on god. Um, but now I watch these Resident Evil movies and I'm like, wow, this is dog shit, but I have like the biggest smile on my face and I love them and I've gone full circle and I think they're incredible. Okay. So, and that is unrelated to the point I'm making, but I just wanted to state that because I got to defend the Resident Evil live action. Oh my Does gosh. that mean we're going to have to review the whole Resident I Evil franchise? I was going to pitch that to you. Oh my God. I was going to pitch that to you that we would do it because I want to put you through that. I want to be, I want to experience like we did the Halloween four, five, and six, oh. but with you watching the Resident Evils because you will be so fucking confused. I hope, I hope I'm entertained at least because the Halloween one just no, beat me you down. Will be. You will be. <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> they're, they're, they're one of those things when you explain the plot, you just kind of say, I guess, after everything. <laughs> like, they did this, I guess. <laughs> um, no, they're, they're, they're fun. Um, and I'm very curious on revisiting the final one because that one is some of the most batshit insane plot choices. But, um... <laughs> Back on to Evil Dead uh, 2013 is I I think I like it a little more than you guys. Uh, I I would say it's it's a few points off for me from a five bagger. Wow. Okay. Um. This unrated cut. And uh, but I mean to be fair, I I like every Evil Dead. Like every Evil Dead is a five bagger. I will ad- admit, I probably like this one more than Army of Darkness. Oh, okay. Um. O- only only because uh you know you know me i like dirt i like filth i like grime <laughs> i like mud yeah i like getting yucky <laughs> i like feeling yucky i like seeing things that make me go Ugh. Mm-hmm. uh and that is pretty much uh after the first 15 minutes of this movie um but but i really enjoy this one i think i i think it is the the best at the time contemporary adaption you could do of evil dead that's probably Uh, true probably 
because you could go down like the campy route you know um which i'm glad they didn't but i just think they went with like the like absurd um like extremist route like i almost felt at times like i was watching like it like an alexander aja film like the the uh fuck he did the hills have eyes remake oh okay. um, high tension yeah like i i there were times where i was like shit i'm watching some like ex- french extreme cinema <laughs> right now um and, and it i think it, it they just fucking rules like uh you, you know those um you always see on horror movies like the review headlines they always use for like the movie promos where they're like it takes you to hell and doesn't <laughs> let go oh my god yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like like this i feel like is actually accurate because <laughs> it it's unrelenting it, it, yeah, it, it really just is. doesn't let up once <laughs> once mia gets possessed it just keeps going and going and just when you're like how could it get worse it gets worse <laughs> and i love that shit <laughs> um but i i will say because i watched it a long time ago i didn't watch it in theaters maybe like a year after it came out i remember i was still in high school um yeah but I will say the unrated cut is far superior to that theatrical cut. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause when, when I watched it originally, I remember I liked it. Like, um, I, I knew what evil dead was and I believe I had already seen army of darkness, which is why I was very confused okay. <laughs> watching this <laughs> because my dad really liked army of darkness. He loved that movie. So I, I saw it at some point in my childhood. Mm-hmm um so i was like oh this is connected to that and then as i was watching i'm like this is connected to that (laughs) um but i was like a dumb 16 year old so my opinions were irrelevant uh but i i I liked it i i I wasn't trashing on it like you guys yeah um but now i i I love it it's great okay so are our our opinions have gone up in like equal yes I, i think and i think everyone should if, if you're on the fence about it like watch it again uh because i feel i i, I want to say it's ahead of its time uh, but but it definitely i think pushes the boundaries of most like horror at the time yeah i would say so you know especially american horror um yeah yeah it wasn't nothing really coming out around then was like this like I think what surprised me the most is how unrelentingly like weird and sexual it was. Yes. Like yeah. the like the I, I I did not remember this in the theater. I had to look up the difference between the unrated and the theatrical cut. Let me guess the tree scene. Yeah, the yeah. tree scene where <laughs> yeah. you just see that like l- like freaky little tube snake thing go right up into her vagina. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it was in the theatrical cut and I'm like I feel like I would have remembered that. But like I guess I, I didn't. mean everyone remembers the tree scene from the first evil dead yes and and it rightfully doesn't come back ever (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but i think they did a a better twist on this one where they're like let's not make it uh something that's not very tasteful let's just make it oh she's getting possessed yeah that's like the way she gets possessed yeah yeah that made sense um 
but i mean even throughout it's very sexual like when natalie is fault like goes down into the basement and possessed me is like licking her Yeah, i was gonna Mm -hmm. mention that one next yeah and then she tells her brother she's like come down here big boy let me suck your cock (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like what the hell yeah Yeah, it was very that, it was very weird I, I did not remember all that one, sexual stuff for for sure one of my favorite things of like the evil dead franchise is how foul-mouthed the deadites are mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 you gotta love and, them and i feel like that was definitely taken from like the exorcist you know like like the your mother sucks cocks in hell stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah because um, when was the first evil dead out that was after the exorcist right i would i would think so a little bit after okay so th- it was probably inspired um, by that. Yeah, but even in, I feel like in the first Evil Dead, they weren't that vulgar. They were more like creepy. Yeah, yeah. Like the whole like we're going to get you, like that stuff. <laughs> um, I think it was like the second one. They got a bit more yucky. They got a little bit more sadistic, sexual little, sadism. Whoa, crazy! Like how could they let people make movies like this? What the hell? <laughs> Show. Show the unrated cut of Evil Dead 2013 to any Christian grandma. Oh, God. Oh, God. Watch their heads explode. Yeah, they would be actually, done. Actually, my Christian grandma would actually love this movie. Really? <laughs> she do, She just watches horror movies, like, randomly. <laughs> and she'll be like, like, she'll see the most, like, disturbing thing ever and go, huh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, grandma. <laughs> i have a theory oh about that i feel like um people who like live like really boring suburban lives like my mom does this too she watches crime shows like whenever she's home yeah oh yeah she my mom time. does too it's like they're, they're yeah. they, they have like not to be mean or anything but they have like a very mundane kind of boring life which is not a bad thing by any means no so they, they have to like inject like some drama into their lives like artificially with that kind of stuff which, and I do it the same thing because I mean my life is really boring. <laughs> so yeah, I just do it in different ways. It's yeah, that part's interesting to me. But I now I wanna I wanna I wanna open up that can of worms you brought up. <laughs> what can Brad? of worms? Um, the can. Of oh, worms the you cabin thing. The Allen cabin. Okay, so oh let my me, god, I I was reading some stuff. Okay, let me go behind the scenes. So can can let me ask your guys' opinion. Just give me a yes or no. Is this a remake? No. I would it Brad. it's not a remake, it's a what do they call it? Requel. A requel, okay. <laughs> Brad, you you are both of you are correct. From from Raimi's mouth. Um so when when this was being made, actually it wasn't Raimi's idea. Like I don't I think I guess Universal owned the IP for some reason. And they were like, hey, we want to do a remake. And Raimi was on board. Okay. He's like, yes, uh, I would love to see like my film imagined, reimagined by like a different generation, you know? Mm-hmm. So he was on board to do something weird and different. Bruce Campbell, however, was not. <laughs> um, only because when he heard remake, he thought they were going to recast him. Oh, Okay. I mean, that's fair. And he didn't want anyone else to be Ash. And then they were like, no, it's going to be new characters. And then he's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and then he was on board. That's all it took. <laughs> that makes a lot uh, of sense. Which, so 
they made it in mind of actually making it in the same universe as one, two and darkness. Okay. Um, because that's all that was out at the time, which is why that Ash makes that random. I wouldn't even call it a cameo <laughs> at the end. Yeah. He's just like in a mm-hmm. black void. Yeah. Yeah. And he just goes groovy. groovy. <laughs> and then it's just, that's it. Um, but the reason they did this all right they were actually going to do a sequel called army of darkness 2 what now this was actually written and it's basically ash teams up with mia to fight deadites oh okay they pitched that to universal universal just passed (laughs) wow but but it's written and it's on a shelf it's shelved Somewhere. I need that. <laughs> and so basically when eventually they did Ash versus Evil Dead, um, they kind of took a lot of the story elements from that, just took out Mia. Uh, okay. I see. Uh, um and you can tell that was mine, because also I don't know if uh if you notice i thought she looked familiar in the beginning the old lady that was reading the necronomicon of the 2013 mm-hmm. that's the same actress who's the old lady he fights at the beginning of the first episode when oh, he fights the old lady in his it, trailer his neighbor oh, really yeah oh interesting. Oh my god so that happened so here we're getting into my theories okay okay <laughs> new evil dead rise yeah i think it's gonna be in the same universe as this and there's going to be a Bruce Campbell, uh, Ash Williams cameo. I don't think it will affect the story at all. Like, I don't think Ash is going to bust in and no, save the day, yeah, yeah. you know. But I think maybe end credit scene, he'll show up. And I think they're going to try to do this again. Hmm. Army of Darkness 2. Oh, this is a similar Something. thing. Yeah. A similar thing. Mm-hmm. Because they already wanted to do it. They just passed. Right. And I'm not sure why cuz I don't re- I don't remember if this movie like did well like money-wise. Yeah, and I feel like wasn't Army of Darkness wasn't that big of a hit at the box office either. No. It really just got a It cult was like a following. B-movie thing. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't popular till later. So I could kind of see why they would be like, "Uh, eh, maybe we'll just pass on this cuz it might not be a guaranteed return of investment sort of thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of weird stuff. Like, originally, in the script, Mia was supposed to die at the end. Like, uh, <laughs> after she, like, won, the dead, like, a dead eye came back and, like, puked in her mouth to death. Oh, yeah. Um, and and I, I guess, I don't know if they filmed it or not, but basically, Raimi said cut it because he's like, she's been through enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so it was Raimi that said, like, no. Yeah, that'd be depressing as hell. Her having gone through yeah. all that and just to die at the end. It would. <laughs> so what does that imply yeah. then? That the demon would win? I I guess you can't. Once you open up evil, you can't end it. Man, that would have been depressing. Because <laughs> the evil dead rise. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Do you know? You want to know um, what the domestic uh, box office performance for this movie was? Twenty thirteen. Yeah, hit me with it. It was fifty four million total, like all sales. What was the budget? I c- can't imagine it being more than like twenty million. 
don't no, know. No, wait, where the hell? I'm 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 looking on, uh, albeit it's Wikipedia, <laughs> but the 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 box office says 97 million total and on a budget Ooh. of 17 million. Well, I got 90. Oh, I see that. Too. I got 99 million worldwide. Oh no, but, but Garrett had domestically. Yeah, domestic. oh, domestically. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But still, that's a good profit. What the hell? Yeah, that's what was a the really budget? good profit. Did you find 17. the budget? 17 million. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and and this director went on to do Don't Breathe, too, which made a shitload of money. That's a decent movie. I don't I don't mind that movie. Yeah, I like Don't Breathe. I still haven't seen the second one, but No, me neither. <laughs> I heard that I one is a I lot wanna, worse. I don't know if I want my abductor to be the main character and be a hero. <laughs> Uh, but it's Stephen Lang, so he's charming. Yeah, I, I'd watch Don't Breathe, but it's him from Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> it's just he's his, just a big blue his man same character. <laughs> yeah, just imagine that Kim, him, but just punching a child's throat out. <laughs> <laughs> Which he could do because the Navi have uh, four times the strength of a human. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> What? What was that grunt? <laughs> I, we ew. just we need a, a Navi uh, versus Evil Dead movie where they have an epic battle. <laughs> James Cameron and Sam Raimi team up. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? They just like oh. do as much stupid shit in the script as possible. Uh, that would be uh, fun. It's Ash Williams riding a whale. <laughs> yeah exactly oh, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> i was gonna say you know That'd how they awesome. do that camera view of like going through the woods is like the demon only it would, oh yeah it would like zoom out and it would just be like a navi running around oh my god <laughs> what the oh what about a navi possessing or what am i saying the evil possessing like a whale a deadite possessing a navi yeah, yeah. oh my god there you go. That's going to be the new one with the Ash Navi, the fire tribe. It would be a Navite. A Navite. A Navite. <laughs> By the way, since oh we're on the God. topic of Deadites, did you fucking hear that uh, Jason is like officially confirmed to be a Deadite? The fuck are you talking what? about? Jason Excuse Voorhees. Him. What? Why? Because he came back from hell? No, because in one of i don't know which i don't know anything about friday the 13th this is just a uh, something i read okay all right but i'll fill in your i'll help you out when one of the movies they literally show the evil dead necronomicon and oh yeah they do they literally what? show it and he gets re- that's in he gets that's revived in jason goes it. to hell yep and the, the director of that jason movie said oh yeah i was implying that jason was a deadite and oh my god that's about oh, because he possesses people just like it yeah yeah no exactly that's what he was saying he was like and apparently sam raimi th- thought it was cool so he like he gave him like the necronomicon to use in it yeah it literally is the necronomicon <laughs> you know Dude, all right i uh hot take i'm i actually love jason goes to hell yeah. No, I, I, I like that everyone one. I met says it's dog shit. I think that movie's awesome. It's like the proto Halloween ends, pretty much. Yeah. It it's basically just like, what if we just had violence for an hour and a half? 
<laughs> senseless. Just senseless violence. Without any fun, because Jason is not present. I mean, he's there, but not, like, physically. Yeah. <laughs> I will say he, it's missing Jason. But all the kills and stuff are really cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a weird one. We'll, we'll eventually watch all the Friday the 13ths. When they get that new show going. Yeah, the A24 Jason... Uh, Whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Great. You sound very excited. For some reason, I, I'm picturing Euphoria, but like Jason's in it. I would be down for that. I'm totally down. That would be hilarious. I, I just want whatever like, they do with that show just to be fucking weird and different. Because God knows the Friday the 13th franchise needs that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of their movies are very similar. That's why uh, my favorite is... Uh, part seven, I believe it is, where they add a fucking psychic girl. Oh yeah, that one's fucking and has weird. a mental battle. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. That's my favorite. <laughs> then Jason takes Manhattan. That one's just bizarre. <laughs> Even though he's in only in New York for maybe the last fifteen minutes. Really, I've never they seen did not that. Have one. the oh yeah, dude. It should be Jason takes a boat because he's just on a boat to manhattan for like an hour of the movie oh god (laughs) all right well well let's let's get back on subject to evil dead which i I never realized i guess is a very over-encompassing movie amongst all the john like the other franchises it kind of is uh because he's technically in mortal Kombat too because ash is in there or Ash was gonna be oh. in there, but he didn't. He didn't make oh, it in. Wait, he wasn't? No. When? What? I I swear I played as Ash in something. No, it it wasn't. Yeah, he was gonna be in it. Like, there's literally in one of the trailers, there's a chainsaw noise, and then oh, at the, that's what I was thinking. At of. the end, it says copyright Evil Dead of one of the trailers. Mm, but and then it just never happened. Yeah, they didn't. They couldn't agree on getting him in the game or something. So then they ditched him and they put in like Joker or something stupid like that. <laughs> Oh I'm not God. joking. That really happened. That's funny. <laughs> that was the joke. Get everyone hyped. And then Joker comes out. Yeah, and Joker. Uh, you probably thought I was going to be Ash Williams. <laughs> and it just, yes, like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how they get that's how they explain the chainsaw noise. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing blue a uh, blue denim shirt. Oh god. <laughs> That'd be awesome. He has a boomstick. Yeah. <laughs> but it just shoots out like water or something. Or like flowers. <laughs> right. Alright, again, another example of a studio ruining something of Evil Dead. Oh lord. It just happens. Tisk tisk. Well, I want to talk about the gore mm. of Evil Dead 2013. Okay. Because I feel like that is kind of the most prominent aspect of the film. Um, I feel like it really goes for a gross-out kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is unneeded, but I think that rules, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the scene when Natalie's, like, waving the box cutter at Mia, so Mia just grabs it and just cuts her tongue, like, down the middle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that was awesome. The it, yeah, like you were, like um, how how it's done all practically, is what really oh, yeah. gets me. 
There's no CGI. They said the only CGI they used was for fire and just touch-ups and post. Yeah, that's awesome. One of the things I appreciate yeah, they, in the in it too is that they use the gore without it needing to be like a horror part. Like when they're doing the needles, they're injecting oh, Mia yeah. just to, for like it's not like a scare or anything like that. Nothing's happening, but they like show you going into the skin and everything, and that's like a good mm-hmm. gore aspect without it having any horror background on it. Yeah, yeah. makes you cringe. Yeah, they. Mm-hmm. They do a lot with needles, like when he gets the needle in the eye, and it's like in his eyelid. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. And he has to take it out. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good, like when she's cutting her face off with the glass, there's just so much good gore. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I, I saw was very neat is they actually filmed the the movie sequentially. So they filmed it as it, you're seeing it in order. Because there was so much gore, they didn't want to have to worry about continuity. Oh, that makes sense. So they're like, they're like, we can go fucking crazy and spill blood everywhere and do what we want, because the next scene, that's all going to be there anyways. Right. I was going to say, so with all actually, the blood and shit, it's probably mm-hmm. hard to keep track of all that if you were going to film it like yeah. all jittered around. Which is why I'm sure that this movie is insanely gory, because they didn't have to care about cleaning up the set and all that. They could just go crazy. Which, uh, they used 70,000 gallons of blood for the movie. Damn. How much in that Um, last scene, though? No, 50,000 of it was for the final scene. (laughs) (laughs) But, but like, I think, like, Evil Dead 2 only used, like, 200 gallons. Really? So it's, like, a drastic difference. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, the final scene is, like, the coolest scene in the whole movie. Like, the chainsaw kill. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Also, at this point, spoiler, because if you haven't watched an Evil Dead movie, um... It, you're like 40 years late so <laughs> we're not i think caring about spoilers no you know it's not like evil that isn't necessarily any of them a movie you can really spoil no yeah. you, you, you just want to watch demons get killed and demons kill people and that's it yeah <laughs> the magic lies in how they do the movie not what it's about you know yeah it's very true uh that's what, like, Nicole Kidman, when she goes into the AMC theaters, she's like, the movies, and it looks up, and it's a woman getting her tongue cut in half. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I yeah. hate that that pre-roll. That thing sucks. Dude, I think it's so funny. It's so cringe. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny when you put stuff in it. That's, yeah, that's true. I've seen people splice that one uh, Lady Gaga. I don't know what movie it's from. The Lady Gaga oh, the sex, sex scene. scene. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was from, like, House of Gucci or something. Oh, fuck. House of Gucci? Where she's just... House of Googie, yeah. That's, um... You didn't hear the new Star Wars show, House of Googie? <laughs> <laughs> it's about Baby Yoder? It's Grogu's brother, Googie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Googie. And it's, like, Cory in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> a baby Yoda. Oh, my God. Oh no! Yeah, that's that's the new thing they announced at the Star Wars celebration. Um, Ray <laughs> is gonna make an appearance. Oh, that's what she's appearing in next, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's she's actually um, Ray Googie. Yeah, Darth oh, Sidious comes twist. back. Yeah, he's <laughs> back somehow. <laughs> Again. Yeah, 
and he's got the Necronomicon. <laughs> and he's used it uh, to, to enslave all the Ewoks and make them deadites. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a better movie than another Star Wars thing, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Could you imagine... Uh, the Star Wars does the coolest thing ever. It makes a, an Evil Dead <laughs> uh, crossover. That would be oh awesome. My God. The most unhinged thing imaginable, and something Disney would never do. Mostly because it wouldn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> it wouldn't need to though. That would be like the most popular Star Wars thing to come out since like Episode Six. <laughs> it's gonna be like when people saw the the doctor the new doctor stranger like oh my god marvel made a horror movie oh my what god the hell? <laughs> and it's just like two hours of just like boring schlock and none of it's actually scary oh yeah god, yeah but because like scenes are dark it's now a horror movie <laughs> they had two ounces of blood dax okay two ounces oh, i forgot oh yeah i forgot that must have been the part I fell asleep on. <laughs> yeah. There's only like one um, Sam Raimi-ish scene in that whole fucking movie, and it was when... The exposition dump? No, not that. The, the... I like that. People were shitting on that, and I love that. When it's just <laughs> like like the the people fading in and out as they're explaining shit. I'm like, this is so evil. Oh, dead. I remember that. Yeah, that was cool. That reminded me of, yeah, that was definitely Raimi. Give me, give me something interesting while you dump exposition on me. Yeah. I, I feel like they had a lot of Raimi features in that movie, but it just doesn't fit in like a Marvel movie. They were watered down. Yeah, they, yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't good. It was just wasn't good. It wasn't even him writing the script either. That's what sucked about no. it. No, it was some. That's hack. why, because he can't. Because for Raimi, he needs to write for like the set pieces and all that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Because Raimi really likes using like the environment and stuff, and he can um, write. And- I mean. He wrote the fucking Spider-Man, Tom, Tobey Maguire movies. So it's like, yeah, he has yeah. no problems writing a good superhero story. He wrote like the the best, one of the best superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Still is considered one of the best. Good job, Rami. Apparently he wanted to do a Shazam. Oh, I heard about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then like uh, Bruce Campbell, because he's, you know, he's doing like the Evil Dead tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like when like the new Shazam's out. And he's like, hey, have you guys seen the new Shazam? And, like, the audience was silent. And he's like, yeah, me either. And then everyone just starts laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I like that rules. (laughs) But, okay, I want to talk about uh, one other weird thing for behind the scenes Mm -hmm. for this movie. When they were looking for a director, they were in talks of getting... Uh, Park Chan Wook, who, if you don't know, is the director of Old Boy. Really, like the original director, not like the remake. Yes, yeah, oh. not not Spike Lee's the hunk of trash. The yeah, who did you know? He's done Old Boy, Sympathy uh, for Mr. Vengeance, um, Thirst, one of the best vampire movies. Um, recently he did Decision to Leave, which I have oh, not yeah. been able to see yet. Um, he's a great director. He's one of the. Um and he actually turned him down. Really? Uh I don't know what his reasoning was, but he was like, "Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just didn't feel like he was up for it cuz honestly like his movies are pretty twisted, but they're they're a lot more smart. Yeah. 
Not not saying that Evil Dead's dumb, but Ev- Evil Dead is very slapstick. It is, yeah. yeah. You know, where where Park's more like so it's like oh this is funny because like the situation is so fucked right it's dark you know? humor like yeah like watching the end of old boy you can't help but laugh because of how twisted and sick it is <laughs> so as much as much as i love him i don't think that would be a good choice uh i think but i just thought it was very interesting that his hat like he was thrown in that's pretty and that cool. they actually reached out I would have I would have liked to have seen that movie honestly if they just let him do whatever he wanted with it. Like that would have been pretty yeah. cool. That would have been something interesting. I feel like more franchises should do that, where they're just like, because we talk about studio interference all the time. And one thing I'll mm-hmm. say about the new Halloween movies, they might not be great, all of them, but they have like very but, little studio interference, and yeah. like they just were like, you guys do whatever the fuck you want. Like, we will just make it for you. Well, we'll fund it. And I think that's pretty cool. And I feel like if if they did that to Park Chan Wook for this movie, it would have been something really weird and special, even if it wasn't and great. And I feel like this, this studio did give um, these guys kind of leeway because when they were writing the script, uh, Raimi was going for un- NC-17. He's like, I don't give a fuck about an R rating. Oh, wow. We're, we're going for it. And the studio's like... Can we settle for a hard R, like teetering the border? <laughs> and they were like, fine, because they were like, you have to, because this needs a theater release, you know, <laughs> um, which is why there's two cuts. But out writing the script, they were going for unrated. And then they were like, we'll water it down later for the R cut. <laughs> so, so I'm pretty sure the R cut is like right on the border of what's like passable, <laughs> you know? Because I was, I was also looking at the differences, um, which is this. I'm sure we use the same site, the one that like tells you between the different cuts of movies, and and some of the differences are so minor. Like one, like when she's reading the Necronomicon on the first, there's the theatrical cut doesn't have blood on the pages, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, really? What the hell? Why? <laughs> and it's like dried blood. You know, it's like what? Mm-hmm. That's like so minor. Like I know. you could see that in a kids' movie, and a child wouldn't be like, "Ah." <laughs> I know. You it, know. So like, I, it's weird. It's so arbitrary the rating system. I don't understand it. And it's like oh, there's a lot of other stuff that just got cut for no reason. Like a there's a lot of like little dialogue things that happen between characters that just got cut. Yeah, um, Natalie, I guess had a whole background. Like they introduced how she met the brother yeah. and all that. Yeah, um, and then she's just kind of a set piece for her to chop her arm off. <laughs> yeah, she was a useless character. It's weird. Yeah, and I guess I don't know. If can I vent about like, what I don't like about this movie? Because I feel like we've been praising Go for it for it. the most part. So you have to. We it. have to have a level playing field here. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, I'll allow it. All right. Well. The script, all I'm going to say is it could be better, all right? That's my professional script doctor opinion. And are you, I'm guessing you're just talking about character yes. stuff. I think the, I think the yeah. big, big, big thing for me was it really wants you to care about David and Mia at the end and their relationship, but you get mm-hmm. nothing of what they were like growing up together, like, yeah, um, yeah I, okay. it really wants you to like them and feel bad for them and feel for them at the end. 
but you don't get you get zero. You, I think David just shows up at the cabin. That's the first time they've seen each other in a while, right? Yeah, yeah, like long time, right? And like you needed something to like even just dialogue between them reminiscing before all the crazy shit goes down. So then you have some time to yeah. care about the relationship. You know what I mean? I I don't care about David at all. Mia, I do only because she's cool. I feel like yeah, yeah. Um, not many people can say they got possessed by a deadite and lived. <laughs> you know, but but like Mia, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, good for you. You know, good for you, girl. Yeah. Um, where David, I'm like, ah, okay, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, he was, he's pretty generic. I think it's mostly the actor. I, I don't think he's yeah. that charming or that good of an actor. He didn't really sell the character for me that much. He looks, him as an actor, I don't, I don't know what else he's done, but he looks like he would play a guy, um, in a horror movie set where it follows a slasher in a small rural town, and he would play the local bully. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of tradesman, a tradesman at the local bar would bully him you know like maybe like he spits tobacco on his shoe calls him maybe a homophobic slur <laughs> he he looks like a guy that would play that guy yeah and then he would get his comeuppance when the serial killer goes off and eventually kills him right that's actually totally pretty spot yeah. on yeah yeah Definitely CW so that, actor vibes. <laughs> some real, yeah, some real Riverdale <laughs> acting. Yeah. Hey, knowing Ray Riverdale, maybe they'll have an episode with the Necronomicon and it's tied with Evil Dead 2013. Who knows? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I think literally when they write Riverdale, they just have a bunch of uh, buzzwords on a board. And they get an intern to come in, and they give him like a dart, and they blindfold him, spin him around, and he just throws. <laughs> and they're like, "All right, uh, vampire dolphins? Sure, okay, that's that's episode this one. Let's how can we tie that into Riverdale?" And that's how they write Riverdale. I'm so thankful I've been avoiding that show. Like I know the first seasons of that show, people liked it generally, but now people just dog on it. And I'm like, I'm so that's, glad um, I did not get invested. That's how I felt about Sabrina. The like the first season and two were really good. Really? Um, and then it does just turn into like a CW drama. I saw the first, <laughs> like almost the first season. I couldn't get through it all of Sabrina. The I, first season is fine. I uh, okay. You it's can... a fun little gothic adventure. Yeah. But but I will admit Wednesday is a better version than what Sabrina was trying to do. I uh, yes, I would agree <laughs> with that. I I just think we need to normalize Hail Satan more and Sabrina did that, which I enjoyed. You got to love yeah. it. So, I mean, that's all. Like I like the thing is the Evil Dead this one i feel like there's not a whole lot of plot stuff to talk about because it is just senseless violence well that's like an hour that's the whole thing about evil dead though it doesn't have like it's such a small minute plot like there's very little yeah. going into it i think uh what do you call it um army of darkness had the most plot to any of the does, three actually evil dead movies yeah. but yeah. that's the the like this evil dead one two in this one is just people in a situation and don't die <laughs> and that's it like the plot matters for approximately like 20 minutes and that's it <laughs> yeah it's just to set up the characters and even like evil dead 2 it starts like what like not even five minutes into the movie 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I love you. Uh, here's my locket. Oh, you're a zombie now? Let me whack off your head. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome, and it rules. And, okay, one thing, Brad, as much as you, you, you know, you want your character stuff, I know you, you like your characters nice and fleshed out. <laughs> but, but I feel like if they were to do that, uh, it would have taken longer to get to the goodies. Well, you can have... You, you know what I mean? I think you can have your cake and eat it, too. You could do both. And I oh, feel like no. this... Yeah. Like, literally, this movie was this close to doing both of them really well. You just needed to you build know, up okay. their characters a little more. I have it. I have it. Okay. Um, do it when Mia first gets possessed. Um, and maybe, like, when uh, he sees her for the first time and she's, like, fucking going insane. And they throw, you know, when they throw her down, you know? Mm-hmm. Have it. Have it. All right, here we go. When... She hits the top of like the the cellar door, and it's just like her eyes and her face. You know, we we zoom into her eyes, and then they turn normal, and we pan out, and then it's a it's a flashback to them as kids. There you go. You know, that's all you. That's maybe, all. Maybe maybe she was in trouble with bullies, and he stands up for her because he's kind of the big brother. You know, he's like the guardian type, and that was kind of their whole dynamic that he went away, and now she was not prepared to take on that role for the mom, mm-hmm. and she resents him for that. Um, maybe show, you know, the mom going, oh, come in here, I got you some Uncrustables ready. <laughs> um, something along those lines. Oh, my you God. Know? So, okay, Brad, you have a point. No, they, wait, yeah. hold on. You, you, hold I, on. That's too convoluted. You don't even need to do that. Literally, they were like fucking childhood pictures of them on the walls, right? Of the cabin. Yeah. Like literally just that's have a scene where they're like, it's a chill moment. They're like enjoying themselves as the beginning of the movie. Nothing crazy has happened yet. And they're just talking about their childhood because they're reconnecting. Like, you don't even need to do the flashback shit. That's all you need. But it has to be really well written. I don't know if the writers who wrote this are skilled enough to do a low-key, like, good character-building scene like that. But I don't know. That's You literally just needed something like you were saying or, like, yeah, something really simple. I was just saying, to keep it in the vein of Evil Dead, just throw the flashback right in the middle of the action. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then quickly jerk you out of it back to the violence. That would be cool, yeah. Like a sweet scene, like, aw, and then and then someone's like face is getting ripped off <laughs> which which i feel like as far as editing goes they do that a lot because this movie gets quiet a lot oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah right right before right before the the shit hits the fan it'll always get quiet <laughs> yeah yeah. Wh- which is cool I, I i like that kind of effect um it's because a lot of this movie is movie is very exhausting in a good way yeah i the, you know? another one of the things you talking about the sound like the i think what contributes a lot to the yes. how cool it sounds is the score the score is like yes. so grand and like zany it's like it's when perfect it's it's, it's honestly like campy too yeah no it's, it is like it's like the old school evil dead even though what you're seeing is like super horrific <laughs> but but yeah it really does build up to like this crescendo at the end and especially like with the air horns going off and shit like that yeah it's intense it's really good it's it's a good movie to especially, have especially sound for sure especially when when she wins and the music like hits oh yeah she's chainsawing like you just you clap you know you stand up and clap <laughs> <laughs> like like i don't know like how you can watch that scene and not be hyped yeah no it's badass it's very cool uh, 
Okay, unpopular opinion, yeah. clearly with you guys, but I think that if you added any character backstory, you would have destroyed this movie. Even the no. most minute amount. I don't feel like the characters make this movie. I couldn't care less about any of them. The drug, okay, wait, the drug background. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the problem with what you're saying because you, the the movie is built in, already in a way where you're supposed to care about the characters near the end. Like you're supposed to like that's the whole emotional thing at the near the end of the movie is caring about. You want him. You want the brother to save the sister. Right. Yeah. And if if you don't, I understand what you were saying. If that stuff wasn't in it already, but all, all I'm saying is if you're going to do that stuff near the end of the movie. You needed to put the building blocks in at the beginning of the movie for that to make sense later for you to care about them. Because as it is right now, it just kind of comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be caring about this? But like, See, I'm just enjoying ag- like the violence and zaniness of it. You know what I mean? I, s- I still don't even agree about that. Because you don't need to have the character backstory between the brother and the sister to make them want to get out of it. Just the pure obnoxious nature of what's going on in the cabin makes you want to get them out like it doesn't need to have the brother and sister like oh protective nature vibe you're just like these people have been through so much shit get them the fuck out of there that's what you need <laughs> get them out of there what the hell are you doing get them out of there electric I like picturing Garrett uh, in I, the theater being like, Get them out of there! They're going to off! What the fuck are you doing? Get out of the cabin! Run! Go! Oh. Uh, I, you know what? I, I agree with both of you, but not to your extremes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I would be fine with whatever route they went, but I, I feel like, Garrett, if they were to go down that route, this movie wouldn't have been any... It would have needed to be goofier. Well, no, yeah. see, there's no route that it needed to take. I think it's perfect as is. I don't want less backstory. I just don't want more. Like, okay. So you're happy with the way it is. I think that they hit the perfect medium balance of everything. Because I, like, I care just a teeny bit about the characters, but it's not because of their backstories. Who gives a fuck about that? It's just about the way that everything is presented exactly like the original Evil Deads, in my opinion, or almost exactly in in a just more upbeat way, kind of. I think it just had the perfect mix. And if you added anything like backstory, I don't remember an Evil Dead where it went to Ash in his high school uh, fucking girls or some shit. Well, the, well, that was actually Ash and Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was Ash vs. Evil Dead. But movies, well, movies. No. We're talking yeah. movies. Yeah, movies. Yeah. Ash vs. Evil Dead is different. I That one has backstory, but it's done in a different way so perfectly. Because that it, time. Yeah, it can allow it, but not in the movies. The movies, no, no, no. Well, yeah, I, well, I don't know. I guess that's, that's – I'm differing because I'm thinking of it from a remake. A good remake to me is – you take the, the the source material and you get, put a different spin on it. It's from a different angle, it. right? Yeah. Like the Suspiria original, Suspiria remake, Ooh, completely Suspiria. different, right? The way they approach yes. it, but it's the same basic story. And I was thinking the first Evil Dead, not super big on character building, right? Mm-hmm. Like the it's a group of mm-hmm. friends. That's all you need, and it's just zany violence and horror. Like that works for that movie. I'm just saying if. 
they're 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 clearly trying to do that with the 2013 one with the build yeah. up the characters mm-hmm. a lot more and yeah. I'm, I'm just saying you needed to really capitalize on that for one to make it different from the original to make it make it like valid as existing as a remake because why do we need a remake of evil dead if it's not going to be different i understand you're saying like yeah. it you could just keep doing the same thing and like that's what evil dead is but i just i'm coming from this perspective of wanting to do something because it's a remake you want to do it a different way mm-hmm. you know what i mean I just think it was just different enough to be perfect. Like you had different characters, you had a different reason for being there, you had a, a different like uh, outcome in a sense, I guess. But it just was just different enough to make me like l- love it. But mm-hmm. not. I think if you added anything else, you would have to either have to abolish the whole movie and go a completely different route, in my opinion, to make it that different and still be good as an Evil Dead. Or, or like, well, not or, but like, if you added any more to this movie and the way it was done, I think it would have been bad. I mean, maybe you're right. I guess I don't really know, but yeah, we'll um, never know. But yeah, I, 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 Garrett's saying the right amount. Brad, you're saying needs more. I'm right in the middle. <laughs> um, I think we can. <laughs> Barry I'm the middleman here. You are. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about recording that we need to have one person be really negative, one person really positive, and someone in the middle. And I was not expected to be the middleman. I, I was not um, expecting to be positive. Yeah, yeah. I, I did not everything's, expect that. Everything's changing. Brad, you're usually the one that's really positive. Like, oh, this is great. Blah blah blah. Whoa. I know. I feel. I feel like I, it's coming. Like it's coming across. Like I don't like this movie, but I do like it. Like, like you guys were saying, there's a lot of character stuff that's already you, there, and the violence is here's, fun. Here's your problem, Brad. Yeah. You like good movies. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> you, like good, you like strong scripts. Not everything can have that. That's true. I need to, I need you to just, realize that. You just that. take what you have, and you be thankful for it. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this, this could be Halloween Kills. Yeah, that's true. You know? That would be a lot worse. <laughs> you know, okay, one thing I thought was really funny is if they ever did an Evil Dead versus Michael Myers. Here's get this, right? A deadite goes into Michael. Oh god. But but he's he's so evil that the deadite leaves. Oh the deadite. He's like, is I'm like not scared. going to that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, whoa, that guy is sick and twisted. Oh <laughs> Ash, kill him. <laughs> Yeah, the Jedi's team up. Oh god, dude! I I I was in Michael, and he had Joaquin Phoenix Choker in his head. (laughs) (laughs) He was cheering when he killed those businessmen. Oh my god! Ash, stop him! Let's be real though. If Ash was went up against Michael Myers, it would be over in like five seconds. Like Michael would be dead. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about Ash versus anybody. No, yeah. I, I don't know. Like Jason and Freddy would put up a good fight. I don't know who would win. Freddy would. Yeah. Well, Jason only because you could blow Jason's arm off and he keeps going. Yeah, exactly. Michael is just a man. <laughs> yeah. if, if Loomis wasn't too busy monologuing and being old, he could kill Michael easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. Like Halloween 4 in that kitchen. He could have just shot him. Oh my god, yeah, that you was know? so stupid. God, don't remind me of those so- movies. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm a Halloween forehead. <laughs> he did have him in a net at I'm one point, right? 
Yeah, oh, and they Scooby Doo yeah, trapped him. That was him. awesome. And then their plan, instead of shooting him, was just kind of hit him with a wooden stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Didn't he grab the stick too? Michael just grabbed yeah, the stick. Yeah, it was like a plank. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we got him. We got him in a chain net. Let's bonk him. <laughs> they're like, Scooby Doo never gets this far. What do we do now? <laughs> Loomis is just like, I've studied Scooby Doo for years, planning to capture Michael. I was thinking we get some blonde dame to trick him, and maybe you can hit a tripwire and he'll drop a piano on his head. I got soap on the ground in a, a laundry basket. We're going to slide on the soap with the laundry basket. Don't worry. We're going to go down the stairs, and I'll be watching from a painting that I've cut out the eye holes in so I can supersede everything. <laughs> Dude, now I, I now you're saying all this shit. Now I really want a Scooby Doo Halloween crossover movie <laughs> where like Laurie Strode teams up with the Mystery Gang. Oh my god! Have Have you ever seen the uh, Robot Chicken with the Home Alone and Halloween crossover? No. What? Dude, it's fucking hilarious. It's <laughs> oh. um, it came out around I think like after the 2018 one. So it's like Joe Pesci and the other guy basically michael and joe pesci and them swapped like houses mm -hmm. so they're breaking into the strode house and michael's <laughs> breaking into the home alone house oh, no. <laughs> so like they just break in and like and then like Lori hits the switch and all the like the bars come down and they have like she has like a shotgun and she's like torturing them <laughs> and then meanwhile like it's like the home alone kid and he's like throwing the paint bucket down and just hits michael in the head and he keeps walking <laughs> you know michael goes through all and then just murders kevin what this sounds awesome i, I have, have to watch it's this hilarious. I have it queued up. I'm going to watch it as soon as I'm done here. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Well, I, I think we need to, to take our Evil Dead 2013 conversation to a close. Uh, we, we are all uh, equally excited for Evil Dead Rise, and we'll be there uh, in that theater back in the movies like Tom Cruise wants us to be. Hell yeah. <laughs> And uh, closing thoughts, anyone? Yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, I'll. I don't want to come across as me not liking the movie. I feel like I was really negative, but I do like it. I think it's. You, I think it's. You had good. one criticism. Yeah, yeah it was okay. <laughs> minute <laughs> too. One thing. One of the most minute things. <laughs> it's okay. We know you like the movie. Yes, it's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, it I I will say uh, and a reason I think I I, I did want to watch this one because I feel like the remake is definitely going to be more in this vein than the other Evil yeah. Dead stuff. To me, it from the trailers of the new one, it seems like they're trying to do what the remake was trying to do, like again, but like better this time. Because yeah. like the well, that's why that's why I think they're trying to build a franchise off of it. Uh, yeah, they're going to keep doing more. I think you're right. At the 2013 one, they only had one character they could throw in, Ash Williams. Now they have Pedro and whoever that yeah, one true. chick is. Yeah, they have is. all those guys. Yeah. Oh, it's Pablo, Pablo. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> <Characters> racist. <laughs> no, the other uh, night I, I heard him call him something else, too. It was like, uh, I don't remember what it was. It was Pascal. Yeah. <laughs> Petrie. <laughs> Petrie. <laughs> Petrie. <laughs> Awesome. No, I just need to watch that show again before it goes off Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, that concludes our conversation then. Um, go watch Evil Dead 2013. We like it. And go see Evil Dead Rise and be a deadhead and support uh, probably one of the last good franchises. Um, the only consistently good franchise. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. If you're listening on Spotify, we also have YouTube where we also upload some videos. And if you're listening on YouTube, we also have a Spotify you can listen to us on. We're on Pandora and wherever you can find podcasts, you can pretty much find us. So, uh, yeah, next time we, we see you, we'll be, we'll be full of Evil Dead Will Have Risen. Hell yeah. Like Jesus Christ we will. on last Easter Sunday, <laughs> the Evil Dead will rise. <laughs> Great comparison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.